All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the dynamic duo. It is your boy Dwight at 517-2214. Joined again as I am every week with young SJ, the brains of the operation, the young prodigy at SJ Basketball 8. It was a rough one for our, our all of our teams over the last few days. My Lions got their butt kick today um and the new york liberty lost in the wnba finals but outside of that sj how are you doing i'm doing okay i'm trying to catch up on rest um you're right it has been a um rough one for me with the liberty um it is what it is though um can't win them all we have win you know one one in our history, but, um, I mean, it's our first year together. I was a bit disappointed that as much as I didn't want to win because of injury, I was kind of disappointed that we can at least capitalize to get one more game, you know, push to a game five, um, with, you know, the aces losing two starters, but you know, it is what it is. Aces are a tough team. We talked about this. Um, so I just hope that we, can get back to, you know, this stage and, you know, hopefully win in the future. Um, Stu is going to come back. Yes, Stu is definitely going to come back. Um, They're going to make her a core player. Um, If you don't know what that is in WNBA, and I'm not too, you know, I'm not an expert either, but it's sort of like, from my understanding, it's kind of like a restricted free agency. Um, So she is going to pretty much return to Liberty, or I think it's somewhat like restricted free agency where the liberty i think can negotiate like the most money and i believe they can match if i'm not mistaken by the rules of um coring a player um don't quote me on that um but yeah so she'll be back jj she should be back too we'll see um but yeah we'll just have to just get better for next year um but yeah, congrats to the Aces, I guess. I realize I haven't said that anywhere. Like, not on my timeline or whatever. I had to take a little break. Because I'm like, I'm not ready to see all the celebration, whatever, whatever. But um, yes, congrats to the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, it was... Um, I don't know. I, I, It was just a really good game. Like, I tapped in, I watched... I watched that Joker from start to finish. It was uh, it was really good. The way the joint started, I thought it was going to get ugly. I thought they was going to lose, but I don't know, man. Um, the Aces end up getting it done. Um, yeah, just Asia Wilson. She, to me, she took that game personal and she showed up and she just was the best player on the court and stuck. I guess staked her claim as the best player in the W. So shout out to the Aces. I'm not going to talk trash. For the record, y'all, I didn't text SJ. I didn't tweet anything out. I just left it alone because I'm a mature adult. That's what a good big bro's supposed to do. You know when shit ain't, when shit a little bit too sensitive. I'm, I'm, so I let her make it. I'm, I'm going to give it a, but you only got like a month. I'm going to start jabbing you after a month. I'm, um, you only got. I was going to say, you better than me. I would have. <laughs> I would have texted you just so you know. I'm like, oh. I would have definitely texted you. 
Yeah, I know you would have, but I like I, that's the thing. I'm I'll be honest. I'm more emo you're more emotionally invested than I am. If they would have lost, I'd have been mad. I would have used an injury excuse, but they didn't. So here we are. Here we are. So moving on from WNBA, probably until WNBA free agency or the draft or whatever. Uh let's let's get into the the, the season predictions. Uh we're gonna start with the East. Uh, and then I guess get to the West and then we're going to give our, um, I guess our, our, who we think going to win what, right? Who we think will win MVP, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year. I ain't doing all NBA teams. That's, that's just too much. We, we, you know, we got to be at work tomorrow. So anyway, um, how you want to do this? You want to go back and forth? I read my 15. 15 through 10 you read your 15 through 10 how you want to do it yeah we could do that or let's do yeah 15 through 10 yeah let's do 15 through 10 and see no 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 let's do back and forth going back from like 15 to 15 14 14 so all right all right so i'll go first dwight he believes that the worst team in the entire Eastern Conference, the team that will be 15th, the absolute worst, they will be ass, beyond ass. I'm going to go with Charlotte, bro. I think they're going to stink. I'm going with okay. Charlotte. I think, right. uh, I think they – I don't think the Miles Bridges is going to be playing basketball even – I don't know if he makes it through a whole season of being able to contribute. Um, I still don't know what's going on with Melo's injury. Like, is is he back to start the season? Like, yeah, he played in preseason. Okay, but he's still kind of injury prone. Um, Kai Jones is just MIA. They they, they waived him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just yeah. don't. He's just not there anymore. So, and I ain't saying he was really really good, but it's like, bro, I'm sure when they threw their roster together, they was he was what was he a lottery pick like. I just don't think – I think the vibes around that team is bad. And, frankly, like, they got a new owner. And the owner – the new owner just basically – he has just the shit that Michael Jordan left behind. He don't give a fuck about none of this shit. He going to trade, fire everybody anyway. So, I think they're going to be the worst team in the East. Who do you think? Who you got? Interesting. I mean, not far off. I mean, I'm going to spoil my – um, 14th team. I think they're gonna be the 14th seed. Um, but my 15th seed. I am sorry. I got the Pistons. Um, they're. I mean, they're still so young. And I mean, Charlotte for the most part. Um, they got some vets on there that I, you know, if they play, they should be pretty. Like they're gonna be bad. Like the 14th seed. We're talking about. <laughs> like, like I said, I got them as the 14th seed. But um, I feel like they could be better than the Pistons. Uh, you know, Cade. I mean, he looked okay in preseason, but I know people are predicting him most improved, and he looked really good in the like USA selecting stuff. But um, how much is he going to like elevate this team? You know what I'm saying? Like, they got rookies in the mix, they got young dudes in the mix, like, they got a lot of young dudes, you know, playing in Charlotte. Yeah, they got a lot of young dudes too, but I feel like, um, you know, LaMelo. He's at this point like still a young player, but 
got a couple years, yes, injury riddled in some of them, but still got a couple years under his belt. Um, I mean, Hayward is always just there. Um, they got Rozier. Um, like you said, I don't know about the Bridges situation, but I like like you. I doubt he'd be playing much anyway. Um, but I mean, yeah, they're not gonna be much better though, Charlotte than Detroit. So yeah, that's how I see the 14th and 15th seed playing out in the East. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> well. I got the Pistons at 14. Um, I think they're going to stink again. Uh, I think everyone is going to get fired uh, because uh, you just can't stink. This, this, you know, you don't get to be the the worst team in the NBA for too long without some type of change being made. And I think they're going to end up firing the GM. I don't think they're going to fire Monty because they locked in with him. And they'll let Monty be more of a... Yeah, yeah, they just signed him. Yeah, they'll let Monty, they'll probably let Monty have more control in the organization. Um, I don't know if Troy Weaver, like, I don't know if Troy Weaver was the ownership. I don't know if Monty was a uh, ownership pick or a Troy Weaver pick or whatever, but I, I, I do think Troy is on semi-thin ice. Um, I think it'll be fun to watch, though. Uh, I do like the way uh, the Thompson twin looks. Uh, he didn't look that great against us, but he looked good in other um, preseason games. And I think they got a good future. I just, I just think they're going to be the 14th worst team in the NBA. I mean, in the uh, uh, in the East. So, uh, number 13, I'm going to go ahead and go with, I'm going to go Washington. Uh, I don't think they're, like, the least talented team of this group, by any stretch of imagination. I actually am here for Jordan Poole hoops, like Buddy having 41 one night and like going one for 15 the next night. I'm here for the entertainment. I'm here for Kyle Kuzma trying to play make. I'm curious to watch that team, but they're going to be the 13th best team. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got them as 12 best, so I'll spoil that one. But I got the magic in this spot. Um, oh, wow. I just, I I got the, I know, I'm a little lower on the magic than I think people think. But, I mean, like, kind of like the Pistons in the sense that they're relying on a lot of young dudes. And not to say the young dudes can't do it because, you know, Franz, I think, looks good and can really take a leap. And if he takes a leap, yeah, it's a different conversation. But how big of a leap, you know what I'm saying, um, Paolo, how big of a leap is it? to where he's really leapfrogging some and granted if the leapfrog is just one seed sure you know what i'm saying but to the point where they're beating out some of these other teams you know i don't know i'll have to see it but um so that's why i got them here and i edge i use the you know the wizards i think they edged them out a bit just because um i mean i think you know kuzma is really good um okay when i say really good that sounded a bit yeah, that sounded like yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounded okay. I you meant like he, yeah, yeah. That that was a little too much. I had to. You see, I corrected it immediately. But I meant in the sense that he can add wins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not much, but he can. You know, pull when he's on. You know, that's gonna be you know fun. They still got they got pieces to where it can be like it's not gonna be good, but it won't be like disastrous. You know what I'm saying? So I think they can eke out. Um. And at this point, 
um, until Junior has been um, coaching them for a little bit. They've got some continuity there, you know. Same with the Magic, too, I won't lie. But I think there's, um, I mean, not really. There's. I'm thinking of mainly Gafford and Denny, who, you know, aren't really there. But the main guys, actually, no, because I forgot you got Tyus in the mix. That's a good vet to have. Um, yes. So yeah, I think they got. I, I think they got interesting pieces. I think they're gonna be moving some of these pieces by the deadline. That's the thing. It's hard to really. Um, some of these lottery teams, it's hard to predict because they become you know sellers at the deadline um, with some of these vets. So I think they could be a team that's. I know they were looking to move the lawn. Um, see if a contender wanted him so I feel like yeah they'd be because I think Tyus is like a free agent at the end of the season so I think um they'd be in the business to moving guys yeah I can see it I can see it um number 12 number 12 uh that's actually where I got the magic um you know I don't got them in 13 but I don't think they really make the play in yet it's basically everything you just said, I still just don't. They still don't have shooting. And it's still 2023 in the NBA. Yeah. And, I, and I just can't see Jet Howard cooked the other night in preseason, but your best shooter is a is a rookie. Like, that's really the only guy that can shoot. And I think Anthony Black is going to be good, but those it's just not enough shooting. Yeah, um, fair. I think, I, think <laughs> I do think Jamal Mosley, um, let me not spoil that, I think Jamal Mosley gonna be out of there though, because uh, same thing. Really, at the end of this season. At the end of the season, because you only get the. I think it's song. a little early. I I know, but I think it's a little early. They're not expected to make the plane though. Like if they make it great, yes, they're striving for it. But I don't think it's an expectation to the point where if they don't, I think if if they're like if they win like. 12 games or something like that, then it can be a question because it's like that's not a 12 game, you know, roster. But I, I think it's a little early. I think it's a little early. Um, I to say, know, man. I think it's a little this, early. This, this would be three, three seasons of stinking. This is the second season of your franchise player, though. Uh, okay. All right. All right. We'll Paolo just got dropped. You know what I'm saying? So, what was he supposed to do with who was there before? Like, you know what I'm saying? What was he supposed to do with who? who I, I can't remember. Terrence Ross? It was like Terrence Ross. That was when Vooch just got traded. So it was like Wendell Carter. Markel was always injured. Isaac was always injured. Who was he? Like, this is before Paolo. Um, this was rookie Franz. What was I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he should be fired. I'm simply, uh, I, I'm simply saying this is how, how it works. I, I, you know, I'm not saying you should. I just they be packing coaches up, bro. And usually, what happens when you get a franchise player, they usually move on from the coach that was there pretty quick. Like, yeah, but I feel like you you hear stuff first. I mean, you literally have players saying we need to win games, so our coach don't get fired. Like they that's they think he getting fired if they don't win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's their belief. Yeah, but I just think this particular situation, like, it's like if you if this was like next year and you were saying this, then I'd be like, yeah. Right, hey, we shall see. I like Jamal Mosley, um, so I hope the best for him. But they're gonna be twelve. Uh, yeah. That's where I got. Yeah, I mean, we got the same group of guys down here. Yeah. I'm intrigued. 
I've been waiting for this 11th spot because in both conferences, the 11th spot is where you're like, okay, this is the team that really is going to miss the cup by one spot, like miss the plane, all that entirely. So I got the Brooklyn Nets. You got the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, who you got? I have the Indiana Pacers. Ooh, the Pacers. You mean, you mean, you wait a minute now. Tyrese Halliburton is better than Jalen Brunson. He's better than Trey Young. He is one <laughs> of the best. He's a top three. He might be better than Luka. And you mean he's only leading his team to the 11th seed? This is impossible. Here's the thing. And I I mean, like, like you said, the Nets. I have the Nets at 10, right? And here's the thing. This was a spot where it was like it could really go either way. Yeah. Um. So... I thought long and hard about it because I feel like, again, it just comes down to, and this is maybe me, I don't know if you want to say I'm underestimating young guys, but again, young team. And I mean, Rick Carlisle, I got to give credit to him. If I mean, if we're lining up the coaches, Rick Carlisle versus, um, who's over there, Jack Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Carla. <laughs> I don't know about you. I know Rick has his, you know, we know closely firsthand all Rick's flaws, all that. But I'm still going Rick over Jack Vaughn. And the talent is interesting. Like, yes, they're young, but it's very interesting. Again, Tyrese, you listen off the names of dudes that, you know, people say he's better than. I I mean, I'm not going to take it there yet because I got to see more from him, especially in like a playoff setting. But as it stands, him, like, he's still an all-star kind of player. So him on the team as the guy, the engine, engine, and then you have, I mean, Miles Turner, you know, had the best season of his career last year. Um, I don't know if he's going to top that again or, I mean, I feel like he can sustain it. Like, that play felt sustainable. If You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he just had an out-of-body experience like to me that was like he looked good like he had a real pg you know and not to say that he hasn't had good pg play because master has had decent pg play i feel like around him like i said decent i'm not trying to drag it but brogdon is like a decent pg you know brogdon can give you decent pg play shit tj mcconnell (laughs) can give you decent pg play but you know halliburton again different level so he benefited from that. Um, I think Mathern is gonna, you know, take a year or two kind of leap. Um, how much is is the question? But I I do think he's gonna look a little better. I mean, Obi looks good with them. He looks to fit. You know, you got the rookie Jarris coming off the bench that can help you out. Um, they got they got guys. It's interesting, but I I have the Nets just an edge, just a scotch over them, just because I think they're gonna be crazy defensively. And yeah. I mean. What'd you say? I said they are. Yeah, and if you're, like, really solid, okay, maybe not, like, yeah, they're going to be really good defensive. Maybe not crazy. Let me not, like, I, I've been kind of um, over-embellishing things in this spot so far. But, like, I feel like they're going to be really good defensively, and I feel like as long as they generate enough offense, they'll be, like, fine, <laughs> you know, enough to grab at least a, a playing spot to me. Because, Mikhail, I have my doubts about him being, like, a – like, I feel like he can play number one option hoops, but how many wins are you going to get, especially when you don't have, like, it's not like he has, like, a second guy that's, like, on his level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, if that makes sense? Like, yeah. he's the guy over there, and it's not like he has a number two that's, like, 
on his level that can support him. Like, who's his number two over there? Cam Johnson? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I, like, Dinwiddie. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, the, like, that's why I'm like, it's it's not enough. But if they can generate enough offense, like, if Dinwiddie's hot one night, you know, Bridges is hot. You know, the shooters are doing their thing. Like, things like that. I feel like they can, you know, eke out um, 10th place. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's that's the reason why you name like I I think the Nets will be solid. I think they'll be good defensively. I just don't think they'll be able to generate enough offense. And I do think uh, my number ten team is the Pacers because I do think mm-hmm. they're gonna be. I think they're gonna make the play in. I think they'll be a good team. I do like Tyrese Halliburton. He is dead ass probably my second or third favorite non Maverick in the league. It's just I don't know why he there's been some type of agenda to prop him up over the summer I, I think it's maybe because of uh you know the world cup basketball but like hey fam he ain't better than trey young you can't say he better than trey young or even Jalen brunson until he wins a playoff series as the best player on the team that's where we really rank who's who that's where dudes get their stripes and if he ain't good enough to even get because that team don't stink to get them to the playoffs, we we can't keep saying he's better than players who have proven they can be the best player on the team that won a playoff series. Am I crazy about that? Like, do you feel that's out of pocket? Because I just, I love Tyrese Halliburton, but I really hate the narratives they put behind that man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he better than De'Aaron Fox? I mean, just the number of players they say he better than is just nasty. No, I mean, I agree with that sentiment. I mean, you know how I feel about the playoffs. Um as much as I do think, you know, regular season needs to be held in, you know, regard. And, you know, there's an argument where, yeah, the places were like top or the paces were top six before he went down. And that's when they created. Sure, sure. But um, at the end of the day, we got to see results, too. And you're right. I mean, this is interesting because this is we're going to bring this up when we talk about the West and a particular player out there. I'm um, not going to say the name yet, but I'm sure everybody could kind of guess and see where I'm going with that. But um. Yeah, I do I do agree that he has to he like for us to put him like solid, solidly in some of these conversations. Yeah, he's got to take his team to the playoffs. He could do it. Like I said, he could very well be um grab one of those playing spots, but um I see him on the outside looking in. Just one more year. One more year for the guys to get that experience and all that. And then they'll be in the mix. Yeah. So my number nine team in the West, I'm going to go with Toronto. Um, I don't feel good about that, to be honest with you. I just, I think it's going to be nasty, but at the same time, uh, also, uh, I do think that, I mean, you got really good players playing for contracts, and they're going to step up and they're going to want to hoop. It might even be selfish, but I think they're going to be in shape, and I think they're going to be doing what they need to do. Now, because also this is a bet against Masai being washed because I don't think he gonna trade these dudes. If they around the ninth seed, which is what I'm predicting them to be, unless ownership comes down from up high, which historically they have not, they he's not they're not gonna trade them and they're just gonna be a solid team that makes the play in tournament. I agree. I had them at nine as well, so Bang, our first um first one that we 
Yeah, Chris Agreement. Um, yeah. Old. All right. So number eight. Who did I have? Hold on. Let me pull this back up. All right, number eight. Man, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I, 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 for some odd reason, like I want them to be better, even though they are allegedly the ops. But I, I just think they're not that good, and this is where they're gonna be at. I'm going with the Miami Heat. I think mm -hmm. they're gonna be the AFC. I do not think they're gonna. I don't think like last year was some season from hell or anything like that. I just think they're going to be repeat what they was last year. And I know that maybe people see that as anomalous. And I can't call it. I I, I, I can't call it. But I just don't think they're going to be that good. So I'm mm -hmm. putting the Miami Heat in the AC. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I can't say that's too much of a surprise because I don't have them much higher. Um, I'll say I got them at seven, you know, for me. Um, so I don't got them much higher, but my eight seed, I have the Chicago Bulls. Um, I think the Bulls will be better than I think they what they finished ninth. Um, yeah. were they nine or ten last year? Uh, ninth, I, think right? I don't remember. Don't give me a I don't remember. I think they were ninth though, but um, yeah, I could see them making a little improvement to eight. Um, again, the core, I feel like. You know, without Lonzo tying it together, I think it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know there's a lot of rumblings about Zach Levine. Like it's been loud, and like it's still like saying, "Oh, if they're hovering, you know, this or if they're not good, like that he could be moved." All that. I mean, I don't see a Levine trade happening until maybe next off season, unless like the season's like the season from hell, and like there's really rumblings. Is that Zach Levine's not happy, and it's like a um they're getting like crazy offers at the deadline or something like that like this is like a situation like that which i highly doubt like i said um i feel like i love the trade at the end of the day like it's gonna be a complex trade a lot of contracts going you know all that so i, th I see that as like an off-season move maybe who knows like i said um but i do see them being a bit better than last year um i mean they didn't do anything extraordinary I feel like in the off season, but internal development, you know, with some of the guys, they had, you know, some young dudes who project to get a little better at least. Patrick Williams, you know, he's kind of not stagnated, like he's gotten like marginally better. And now is where you kinda wanna see him take like a big jump. You know, you kinda just you re signed um Hobie White and he looked, you know, a bit better in the preseason too. Um, even last year, so you're hoping he can continue to grow. Um, I think they they resigned Io DeSumo, right? Yep. So yeah, um, you're hoping he can, you know, look better, contribute all that. You picked up Javon Carter, you know. Um, who else? I think they yeah they got Tory Craig now over there. Um, still got Drummond. Um, so yeah, you still you got an assortment of guys. You know what I'm saying? You still got DeRozan, Vooch, Zach Levine can make some shake a little bit. Um, so I see them at eight. But yeah, for Miami. Yeah, I'll just say, yeah, they were my number seven. I don't think they're going to be, like, much better from eight. Where it was super, um, like, where it was just a, it was a season from hell from them last year, yes. But at the same time, I don't think they did anything crazy to to make that um more than marginal kind of increase. So, yeah, who's your seven? Uh, I, I got the Bulls at seven. Mm, okay, so, yeah, we, we've been very similar up yeah. to this point. 
We've been close. I, I just, you know, I'm a, I still rock with Zach Levine, and I, I think they mid, but I think they're higher level of mid than these other teams. I do. But with all that being said, like, I'm going to say between, I don't know, 6 and 11, it, none of these teams being in any of those spots would dramatically shock me, except for maybe Brooklyn. I just think they are, I don't I, 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 I just, they don't have, I don't know, I guess if Ben Simmons is really hooping, they could pull it off, but that would kind of shock me. Um, so, yeah, at seven, I had Chicago, and then at six, I got the Hawks of Atlanta. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I think that being able to get off John Collins' contract, it really, really stinks because I do think we probably could have finessed Clint Capella, but because it was going to be one or the other, they had to get rid of a big that made a lot of money without taking a lot of salary back. But Danny Ainge came through with the lifeline, and I, I man, they just got a solid team. They got solid pieces. They are they got two good centers. Uh, they wing depth is. I mean, it's it's a high. And then you got Trey Young and Dejounte, and that contract Dejounte signed was a really good deal. Like, I'm still shocked he signed it, but he tore his ACL once. He like he don't want to risk it. So salute to him. Um, but I think they're going to be the sixth seed, and I think they're going to have a solid season. Another one where we agree, um, I have the Hawks at the, at six as well. Um, yeah, I just think, um, like you said, they got some nice pieces. I think Quinn Snyder's system is going to look real good now Now that he has a full year to implement it, um, full training camp, all that. So, yeah, I see them being okay. You know, there might still be some, you know, defensive concerns. I mean, depending on how much they play, like a Kongu looked, you know, decent. You know, Clint's still there. Um, Jalen Johnson's looking good. Like, um, they could even be better. Like, I could see them. Like, if you told me they were top four, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, But for now, I still have them at six. Because, I mean, Trey and um, DeJounte, they could get better. In terms mm-hmm. of playing off each other, I think they've been okay. Like they've been okay, not like terrible, but like they could get better. So depending on how much they gel, I think it could really um, make or break their standing in the yeah. East. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I I I'm picking them six, but I think they got upside. I, I really, really do. Um, this team that I'm putting at five, I'm putting them at five with downside. Because, buddy, Joe and B get hurt. This team is going to be, they picking in the lottery. I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers. Another agreement. Uh, Joe and B, I mean, he, shit. Two years ago, I don't think Ben, like, basically the Ben Simmons package that turned into the James Harden package. Like, he ain't really had none of them dudes playing, and he, they still was pretty good. He's still good. Like, I hate watching him play basketball. I think he might be the player who – he's the best player in my 40 years on earth, 41 years on earth. He's the best player I've hated watching ever. Like, I actually hate well, – I hate the way he plays basketball, but he's fucking good, bro. And they're going to be the fifth seed if he's healthy. Tyrese Maxey is good. 
Like, I think he's going to make the leap. I actually think if James Harden just sit out, I think Tyrese Maxey is making an all-star game. And they're just a good team. I mean, those two alone will get you to the fifth seed in the East this year. Now, here's the thing. Joe Embiid isn't exactly the picture of health. So, but I mean, you that's true for fucking a lot of the teams in the league. If your best player get hurt, you're going to be mid. So, but I'm going to put them in the fifth seed. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Um, I have them as the fifth seed with downside to um, yeah, I mean, Joel Embiid has shown us that he's a regular season merchant. Um, he's gonna win you games in regular regular season, but that's about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, they'll be okay. You know, even with James Harden being a distraction. Um, I mean, right now they said he's away on a personal matter, I guess. Um. So we'll see what that, you know, turns out to be in, in the sense that is he going to be with the team to start the season or whatever the case is. Um, right now the season's about to start and no Clippers straight. So I guess um, he will be a sixer, you know, to start the season. So we'll see um, just how that unfolds. But, yeah, I got them. Yeah, I definitely got them as the fifth seed. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. So my uh, my fourth seed, I'm gonna go ahead with the. Let's see, hold on, I want to Yep, I'm going with the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, yeah, I think this is actually improvement from last year. Yep, and we are in agreement again. Just yeah, now. yeah. The, I mean, the Knicks, you know, X X shit aside, they got a good team and quiet as kept. They got a lot of young dudes that played. And can get better. And I think we'll get better. Like, I'm not a big R.J. Barrett fan, but there's still room to grow there. How old is R.J.? R.J. like 23, ain't he? 24? I think he's like 23, 24. Yeah, like he's Maybe still 23, a, yeah. He's still a young player. Low-key, Julius Randle ain't really that old either, even though I think he is what he is. Yeah, he's settling into his prime now. Like, he's starting to... I think he's about, like, 27, 28. So he's just starting to settle into that prime. Yeah, I think Jalen just turned 27, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, so. and turned his prime. Exactly. And I just, I just think got they got Josh Hart in his prime. Yeah, DiVincenzo about entering his prime. So yeah, they got, they got some good guys. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I don't know where the rumors they was gonna trade this man, but he hooping Mitchell Robinson. So I just think they're a good solid team. I think they're gonna be the four seed. Um, mm-hmm. They are not going to be as good in the regular season as the team they put out. And they are my number three. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I got them as a three seed. Um, uh, they're your Cavs. They still your Cavs? Or are you giving them? Of course, yeah. Okay, okay. I, same thing with them. They're already good. And the bulk of their players are young as hell. So just off internal growth. I think they're going to be a really good team again. I think they'll figure out some of the... They got to figure out a way to use both their guards better. Because I feel like... Darius Garland kind of stepped back to let Donovan cook, and boy, did he cook in the regular season. Like, dead ass. Donovan Mitchell was frying in the regular season. He was everything you could have hoped and dreamed he could have been. Like, if he would have made first-team All-NBA over Luka, motherfuckers would have been mad, but I wouldn't have been because he had that good of a regular season. But I think they're going to have another good season. It's just same thing. I think if they were the one or the two seed, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think they will be, though. Yeah, I will. 
here's where we disagree a bit. I have Milwaukee here. Um, <laughs> maybe surprisingly. You got yes. Milwaukee as a three seed? I do got Milwaukee as a three seed just because I feel like they need a bit more time to gel. And during the gelling process, I feel like you can not, and I'm saying survive, like I'm predicting they're going to be like, this is a three seed, you know, so I'm still holding them in high regard because, you know, I have that respect for Giannis. Like he's shown me that I need to give him that respect. Um, Still probably going to win like 50, you know, games um, or so. Probably more than that, but I feel like, yeah, they'll, they'll need a little bit more time to, to gel and they don't have the depth to kind of lean back on while they try to gel. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's going to hurt them in the way where I feel like Cleveland, who's my number two, I believe that they'll have a little bit more continuity. You know what I'm saying? At this point, like, I feel like, especially with Evan Mobley, like, um, I in preseason he played a little bit like he's I mean he played he looked okay but I mean you never know when the season starts how he'll really look um I feel like any leap from him you know really catapults them but um I feel like they got like a little bit more shooting at the very least and when you looked at them last regular season that was like the big knock you know what i'm saying like they were good very good defensively i feel like they're still going to be very good defensively like if i mean the thing with evan mobile you're questioning i mean he can get better all around but it's really offensively you're looking for the major improvements defensively he's really good and if he gets better i think um yeah you're looking at a really solid team so that's why i have them too but it could go either way i mean that two spot between them and Milwaukee could go either way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I got Milwaukee at number two. I I just think Giannis is a force of nature, and I think the reads are going to be simple for them to figure it out. And that's why I think I got them at number two. And obviously at number one, I got the Celtics. Yeah, same here. No need, no need for an explanation. It's Giannis, man, I, boy. If you are sensitive about Kristaps Porzingis being good at basketball, you in the world. I think you in. I think you in trouble. You better. Pr- yeah. Um. If you if you sensitive about Kristaps Porzingis being good at basketball, I think you're gonna be in hell this this uh this season because. I mean, I know it's preseason, but he's been hooping. Have you have you watched him? Like he hooping. He yeah, hooping. I've, I've I've seen him. It he he looks good. Yeah, and like it's not just the offensive shit. Like he moving. Like they got him recover, switching and recovering, and it's like, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I still think he gonna be food in a drop, probably, maybe, probably, but. Buddy, that he, I just ain't seen a move like that. And them knees feeling so good, he out there with naked legs. I still can't believe that shit. Like, you, he really got to be feeling good to not have no type of compression accessories, no knee wrap, no knee brace, no nothing. He just out there with, with naked legs. And I think they're going to be good, man. They got a good team. Um, they got, same thing. Like, Tatum is still fucking young. He can still get better. And I think he's going to be hooping. I think Bag, uh, Jalen Bag Brown is going to be hooping. Um, 
Fucking Drew Holiday is Drew Holiday. I think I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I don't think Marcus Smart is that good. I, I, he's a really good player, but I think he was overrated as far as like actual impact on winning. Um, and I just think Drew Holiday is better than him in like every way, even with all his flaws. They basically a very similar archetype of player. It's just Drew is just better, and I think that's gonna bear fruit and. The only thing I'm worried about is like who's generating offense when shit get a little spicy because they always end up in the playoffs or even in the regular season. There's always a time where shit just gets spooky with them as far as the flow of the offense. There's a whole lot of uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown dribbling to nowhere and shooting uh, step backs or pull ups, but they're going to be held in the regular season. They're going to have the best record. And that's even if tall man misses some games they they like the dudes they had before was fucking missing games that's something that blow my mind people like oh man they gave up robert williams that's a lot then they chris they count on chris Porzingis. well go look at how fucking many games robert was misses more games than chris Porzingis. like what the fuck are we talking about so i don't know i think they're gonna be good i think they're gonna be hell uh do you want to start with the bottom of the west ma'am yes sir um Bottom of the West, I mean, I could just say my 14, 15th together because, you know, I don't think it's going to be a huge, huge difference. Um, I mean, I got the Blazers at 15, Spurs at 14. I mean, the Blazers, yeah, they got intriguing pieces as well, but still young, very young team. Um, you know, Scoot, rookie season should be intriguing, but again, young guy. Rookie guards, you know, tend to they're probably gonna struggle, you know, efficiency wise, all that. Um, Shaden's still a bit young. I mean, Anthony, I feel like Anthony's gonna have a really good season. Um, Aiton's probably gonna have a rejuvenated year, but I, I mean, the roster is not impressive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not impressive, and they're not necessarily striving to win anything. So yeah, and I think the Spurs. I mean. Victor alone is what is elevating them to me from a 15 seed to a 14 seed. Um, and who knows if they're 13th, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but I cannot in good faith put them much higher than that. Um, Cause the roster, I mean, I like Vassell. He's pretty good. You know, Keldon being knocked down a peg, you know, it's going to be good, but I, the roster is still not that impressive, but I mean, if if and they're young again, but if Pop could get them to really execute, like I said, who knows? Maybe maybe twelve, maybe twelve, but that's their absolute ceiling, in my opinion, twelve. So yeah. Yeah, fifteen. I I I'll be honest, man. I want to say Houston so bad. I want to say Houston so bad, but I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and put uh, the Blazers in there as well. Uh, I just don't think Houston has shooting, but uh, Ime probably can't coach, so I'm not going to put him there. Um, but I am going to put him at 14. So, I, I mean, we are in alignment when it comes to the Blazers, but I got the uh, I got the Rockets at 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hit mute. Oh, yeah, see, I got the Rockets at, where am I? Yeah, I got them at 12, actually, because I I got Utah at 13, just because I feel like Utah, I mean, 
the Lori's really good, right? Yeah. But like, the roster is just not that impressive to me. I mean, John Collins could be interesting. You know, Walker Kessler's getting better. You know, Jordan Clarkson's there. <laughs> you know, THT Sexton, like they're okay. But I feel like Houston, um, is really trying to make it a point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to to win games. And I feel like if it comes down to it, like they filled their roster with vets, I feel like, you know, if the young dudes are messing up, um, there there is a somewhat of a leash there. You know what I'm saying? So as much as Amen, like I don't think it's the end of the world him coming off the bench. Yeah, there is um something to consider if you know, if you know if he's having a rough rough stretch, if they kind of you know limit you know him in a way it doesn't ruin what they're trying to do and that is win win games so i feel like um they just because they're gonna be tryhards this is what i'm trying to say essentially houston they're going to be tryhards so that is what one of the main reasons why i why i give them kind of the, the edge of being the 12th seed over utah um given that i feel like utah Yes, they also want to, you know, they're not trying to bottom out either, but, you know, they're going to be a little bit more lax. You know, I feel like they they can still add a bit more talent. And, I mean, we're going to be playing Keontae. You know, I don't think Hendricks is going to play much, you know, unless there's injuries. Bryce, um, I don't believe he's really played much either. So we'll see what their rotation really looks like. But, um. Yeah, twelve thirteen. Yeah, got Houston, Utah, right there. Yeah, I got. I think I, I got the Spurs at thirteen. Um, and then for because I, I just I think Wimby's already one of the best players in the NBA. I've seen enough. I have seen enough. That shit is. It's a. He's an alien, and I think he's gonna contribute to winning right away. I think he's that guy as long as he don't get hurt. And I'm gonna be honest. I know guys that tall usually get hurt. They don't move like him. Like he doesn't take plotting movements. They're not. I don't know how to explain it, but it just it it's nimble. It's agile. He doesn't move like he's gonna be injured. Like as much as uh even young KP like. When he would run and jump, he'd be like, "Hey, bro, that just that shit looks scary." Like he'd be throwing his body through the air, shit like that. It just didn't look. It looked like he was gonna get hurt, and he did. Wemby don't look like that. All his jumps and falls and everything is fucking coordinated. He's just fluid. He's really, really fluid. So I think they're gonna be the 13th seed, and I think they're gonna be good. Um, my number 12 seed. Hold on, let me pull this back up. Uh. You know, Utah, it feel nasty for me to even say this because Utah is my, Utah, my guys, um, low key, they would have made the play in if they didn't tank. And what's so crazy is like, they thought they could tank, right? Like they was like, okay, they start shutting dudes down. They start trading dudes, but old buddy is such a good coach that that wasn't enough. Like after they traded everybody, they actually had to start shutting Walker Kessler and them down. Like, hey, y'all just can't play no more. Y'all are fucking up the tank. And I just, I don't know, man. I think John Collins is a decent NBA player. And to me, like, they gave up an asset to take on John Collins' money. Like, it was just a second-round pick, but they took that on. I think they're going to play him, and I think they're going to be good, so I can't put Utah there. I'm sorry, I can't. I really, I, I know I want to, 
that's probably where they're going to be at. But I just can't do it. I don't know if it's going to be controversial. It probably is, but I'm putting the fucking, I'm putting the, the Hornets, I mean, not the Hornets, the Pelicans at 12. I just don't trust their bodies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just don't trust their bodies, bro. I think the that Utah Jazz a... is gonna be better than the than the Pelicans. Wow, that's the first um dramatic, dramatically different. Super dramatic. Whoa, uh, I got the Rockets here. You got the Pelicans. I feel like those are two different teams on you know, and granted, I mean the Rockets damn near blew them out in the preseason, so you could say, Oh, Dwight, you you're real Oh, uh, you hit mute again. Oh, oh, this is an accident. But um, yeah, you could say Dwight, you might be right with how they handled them in the preseason. But I mean, I, I got the Pelicans a little bit higher than that. I feel like this, like every year. Yes, I know they've been injured, super injured, all that. But I feel like um, this is the year where they really. And I know every year we say that blah blah broken record, but I I do feel like, you know, they have the room for some of that internal improvement. They have a little bit. I mean, I say continuity, and I say that cautiously because, you know, their best guys aren't playing the games that you want. But I do believe there's some familiar familiarity at there at the very least. You know what I'm saying right there, with um, best guys have been you know, around each other for a little bit at this point, you know, Zion has not seen, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans without B.I., you know what I'm saying, um, B.I. has been there for a while, C.J., this is about to be, what, his third season, you know, there's been a little minute, um, there now, um, so I feel like, he's been, he's been like a wash, okay, yeah, he has, he has, but, um, I don't know, I feel like they, I don't have them, like, I, I see some people putting them, like, really high up, like, four or five. I don't have them that high, but I do got them um a bit higher than that because my 11th seed is, is not even them. Um, so that's why I'm saying this is the first time we're having a dramatic difference. Um, so my 11th seed, and this is where, again, similar to the East, but this in the West to me more so in that um, – this is the team. It, there's going to be a team. Like, I feel like there are, at the very least, 11 teams in the West that are trying to get into the playoffs slash playing. There's only 10 spots. So somebody's team, you know, somebody's favorite team, just like how last year, like, it was the Mavs who were super disappointed. It's going to be the same thing again. Somebody's team is going to be super disappointed that they missed the playoffs. And I... Went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with this one. And it came down to really, honestly, it came down to a group of four teams. And I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to say the four teams. It came down to a group of four teams where I really, I feel like any of these four could be in the spot and it'd be okay. Like, it'd be, like, not surprising to me. So I have OKC, Grizzlies, the Mavericks, <laughs> and the Pelicans. This group of four, I was like, hmm, who do I slot? And then we got some news today. We're in that Stephen Adams. Oh, shit. I know you about to say it. Wow. Stephen Adams is going to have season and an injury. And that kind of swayed me a bit. 
and I'm putting the Grizzlies at 11. And this might be controversial because I feel like the Grizzlies, I mean, they've had their bad luck, but unlike the Pelicans, like, I mean, you're, you have the right idea to trust the Grizzlies over the Pelicans, <laughs> you know, even with the Grizzlies' adversities, they've shown that they can um, kind of weather that, but I feel like they're getting hit, like, they're getting hit, and in the past, I feel like continuity also worked for them, in the sense that, okay, Tyus knows the system, you know what I'm saying, he could step in, and, you know, play, you know, do what he do, um, you had Adams, again, just a steadying force in the paint that really, like, just as a glue guy, he's one of those glue guys in your offense, and even defensively, um, but you have Smart, again, new to the team, and I feel like Smart, this hurts a bit because I feel like Smart, when you can curb Smart, that's, like, the best version of Smart to me, like, to me, on the Celtics, he had, like, his time on the Celtics, like, for the most part, he was a positive player, I feel like, but it was, like, really up and down, and I feel like when he looked the best is when he had less to do, in the sense that he was just focused on, like, playmaking and, you know, obviously defense and hitting open threes. Like, before, when he was trying too much to, like, shot create, chucking bad shots, doing all that, that's when I feel like that's the dangerous, you know, version of smart and i feel like like you're opening up that usage for him it might not look you know as great as you think and then you have jaron who is gonna have to play a lot of five they don't have a lot of five depth now because brandon clark who plays a lot of five plays some four for them he's also out so it's really just tillman jaron um but I mean Aldama if you want to play him as small ball five Kenny Lofton Jr. you know what I'm saying like it's really it's, it's, it's a little bleak for their center spot right now so we'll see what they can do they have numerous routes they can take if they want to improve that depth um but we'll see what they do I mean I feel like at the end of the day you they're probably gonna start Tillman you know start Tillman there and kind of do some sort of gang center back and like backup center rotation um where they just rotate guys in and out that spot um that's probably my guess but the thing is this season ending so it's not like you're saying oh he's gonna come back at some point nah like at least jaw's gonna come back you know what i'm saying where you know that's gonna you know happen Steven's not coming back, you know, this season. So you're kind of going to have to figure out that depth. So, yeah, that kind of swayed me. But if they're higher, I I wouldn't be, like, super-duper shocked. I'd be very um impressed, definitely, with Jenkin, Jenkins. Because at this point, he, to me, would stamp himself as a coach that really just gets guys to execute. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing, like, I think of, like, Spo, where... The heat looks good with um, the he just always looked good with random dudes because Spo gets them to execute. I feel like Jenkins is is somewhat in that mold too, where you know guys can go down. They could be battling injuries, but whoever's on the floor, I mean, plus they draft well too. You know what I'm saying? And they draft guys that they know are gonna fit the system, and they get them to execute. So. We'll see how, you know, dudes like Jake LaRavia, I'm sure he's going to get a little bit more play, you know, David Roddy, like how some of those guys kind of um 
develop to kind of help out with this predicament they find themselves in. But I mean, yeah, in the meantime, I do think they're going to take a bit of a hit. I feel like not to say that they were lucky in the past, because like I just said, it's more so that they they executed well. But I do feel like they're going to feel it this time around. They are. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I just I believe I, I just think Memphis's coach is that guy. I can't I can't have him that low, bro. I just, I just can't. That's fair but enough. I, no, that's I, really fair. But I, I do think you were along the wrong lines. I don't even remember where we at. You, well, you got at eleven. I'm at eleven. I got yeah, the. 11, I think you, you got, got Utah. Good. Yeah, I got Utah at eleven. Yeah. Um, I just think, so I think that's where they was at pretty much last year. Um, and I think they're gonna be better. They got young dudes. They, they try hards too. Like, the the coach is good. He, you gonna have to literally like bench dudes for them not to be good and I'm going to put them at 11 at 10 I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, uh, I'm going to go with OKC I think they're going to be good but I think we pouring the gas on I think folks pouring the gas on them a little bit too much uh, I think they, oh, were they were they ninth or 10th like, yeah they were 10th I think they stay there I think they look better but I just can't put them. I can't have them making a, a leap this year. But I could be wrong because, like you said, that group of four you listed. I think we all gonna be in the same boat. But I just can't. Uh, I'm sticking with OKC at ten. And I know they got young players that can get better. Literally, the entire team is young. But I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like you can have too many young dudes. Like there gotta be a vet somewhere to cook, but. Maybe I'm tripping. Yeah, I mean, as much as it broke my heart because I had been on the oh OKC is gonna be top four, um, bandwagon for a lot. I also have them in the spot, and I really tried. I mean, here's the thing, I have them in the spot with the highest ceiling. Okay, now maybe not highly highest ceiling in this group, the group of four, but definitely top two. <laughs> definitely top two because i think they could really make a surprise leap like what people think with the gas but also they're a young team and i've been sticking with my pattern where you know these super young guys um they're gonna be growing pains there but i do think they're definitely like they've made their mark that they're a playing team you know at the very least like this days of oh tanking okay see like that's be behind them you know what i'm saying and they're moving on to the next phase which is competing for the playoffs. And I think, yeah, they'll be in that spot competing for the playoffs. But I do think they're going to be battling, like, in the plane again. Um, I can see it where a re- more realistic um, upside prediction is would be, you know, that they kind of make it to the upper echelon of the plane where it can be maybe seven or eight. I, I definitely could see that, and I feel like that is like a realistic upside prediction as opposed to like top three or, you know, top four or something like that. But um, I feel like 10, right where they were last year, yes, they got Chet, you know, they should quote unquote be better, but a lot of teams are thinking that. So, yeah, I got them at 10 too. Um, who's your ninth? Uh-huh. It is the team that we both follow. 
<laughs> me too oh i'm so happy i'm so happy we agree this is crazy we never agree on the mavericks we both have them here it's crazy i cannot believe it it's the team we both follow i think we're okay, gonna be like here. i think we went in like 42 to, to 44 games and yeah uh i think like to me yeah, some people won't think it's different like i said if we ended up as like the fourth fifth seed i wouldn't be shocked but I think we're going to be in a nice seat because we got to play our young dudes. Like, Derek Lively is the best center in all that entails. And he's the and Josh Green got a fucking start. And he are, that means we, it's pretty much our start line of our best five players. Uh, three of them dudes are, well, Josh Green is 6'5, Grant Williams is 6'6, six, six, and Kyrie Irving is 6'1, six, 6'2. But those are the best players we got. That's the best option we got. And they're gonna have my they're gonna have Derek Lively, the prince that was promised fight for his life. And someday here real soon. It might even be as soon as fucking next year. He's gonna be able to do that. He's gonna be able to clean up big messes. But the young man not gonna be ready for that yet. And all of the centers other than Derek Lively stink. They do. Dwight Powell stinks. Rashawn Holmes stinks. They all stink. Um Dwight Powell is Dwight Powell, but I don't even care anymore. Like he's just not good, and I don't, I don't care about him playing. I don't care about Rashawn Holmes. I want Rashawn Holmes to be good, real bad. My whole thing, I didn't want to, I didn't want them to bust it wide open for future assets until Rashawn Holmes proved he stunk. I know it's just preseason, so maybe he'll get it together, but I just think we're gonna be the ninth seed. I think Kyrie is gonna hoop. I think Luca is obviously going to hoop, but I just think the other teams they got they got a lot of firepower. And um, I I don't the team I have at eight I don't want to put them at eight because I actually think we could be better than them. But bro, they just they 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 <laughs> they just got a lot, and I think they're gonna end up trading one of the two bigs. Uh, my man, Kevin, o not Kevin O'Connor, Chris Vernon was like, they're going to trade Cap because of Leonard Miller. <laughs> he dead ass said that. And boy, I'd be here for it, especially if they traded Rudy. Oh, if Leonard Miller got Kevin, got Rudy Gobert out there paint, I would love it, but don't nobody want Rudy's contract. So I, I do think Minnesota's going to be the AC. Interesting. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have the Mavericks at nine for, I mean, most of the reasons you said, like, I don't believe that, like, we got a little better, but I don't think it's that um significant of a leap where we're going to leapfrog some of these other teams. But for my eight seed, yeah, the West, we kind of, yeah, we're, we have different opinions here because I do have Minnesota a bit higher um i will say and here's where i have the pelicans um i have the pelicans in the eighth seed here um like you still have my reservations about them but i think they'll be decent enough where they're back in the plane again in the upper echelon of the plane that is too so um yeah this is where i have the pelicans in eight and in seven Again, still don't even have the Timberwolves yet. I have them a little bit higher than that. Um, I have the Kings here. This is where I do see the Mighty Kings falling. 
Um, I still think the offense is going to be really, really good for the Kings. Um, but the defense is still going to be, you know, a challenge for them. And I feel like year two of this offense, again, still going to be really, really good, but it's going to be a bit more scouted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I do think um, the surprise element that I feel like they had last year where it was a new coaching staff, new everything, and they looked really, really good, had all the injury luck, really, where they their main guys barely, you know, didn't play games and stuff. Not to say or I'm wishing or hoping that they'll get injured or anything like that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, what are the odds two years in a row your, your entire team is going to be super healthy? You know what I'm saying? So I do think they take a bit of a tumble, but not to the point where, you know, I see some people predicting that they'd be out the play playing entirely or, you know, stuff like that. I don't see that. Um, but seven seed, yeah, I could definitely see that in play for them where they're in the plane this time around, but an upper echelon playing team. Yeah. Who's your seven? Yeah. Oh, well, who I got for seven? I don't know if it's controversial. I'm going with Golden State. Mm. I, I just, what was going to what they? Fifth last year? They were six last year. Yeah, like, you're not about to fucking tell me old-ass Chris Paul is fucking better than Jordan Poole, even with all his flaws, and that a bunch of old men, a bunch of dudes who are within four to five years, shit, Chris Paul, like, three years of my age, like, you can't, you're not about to convince me they're going to get better. Now, I do think there is some growth opportunity there with Kaminga, but even if Kaminga gets better, I don't think it's going to be enough to handle the decline of the other dudes. And I just don't think they're that good. I just don't think they're that good. They weren't that good last year. And they ain't going to be that good this year. So, they the seventh seed. <laughs> mm, interesting. Did you say your eighth seed? I can't remember. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, you did, you did. But, um, interesting, yeah, I have Golden State, um, yeah, much higher than that. So, oh, yeah, that's a shock to me. I mean, I do think, I mean, I think they'll be okay as long as, you know, Draymond can come back. Um, I mean, that starting five was still one of the best. I mean, I feel like they just wanted more cohesiveness with the bench unit. And, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, Chris Paul is old, all that. But if you're talking about running offense cohesion, Chris Paul is better at doing that than at Jordan Poole at the end of the day. So, um, if that if they're correct in that, then I do think they should be. Yeah, mute again, player. Oh, I mean, if they can do that, you know, if their vision is correct, I think um, that they'll basically be better than a 6-7 seed. But, I mean, for my 6 seed, so this is who I think is going to escape the plane. I think Minnesota. I, I, I do think Minnesota is going to escape the plane for the first time. I, I think, I mean, they got intriguing pieces. I think they got solid pieces. I mean, Ant, I think Ant is ready. They're ready for Ant to really take over the team. I think they understand that, yeah, it's Ant's team now. I mean, you just got Mike Conley, who's old as dirt, but just solid at the point guard position. Like, he'll be solid. Um, I think Kat Gobert, they'll have a bit more time to see the fit, to see the gelling process, how that's going to go. I mean, you still have Jaden McDaniels, who's getting better and better every year. Um, you brought up Leonard Miller. <laughs> um, looks to be, like, pretty good. Um, I I mean, 
I got them at six. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a bit lower on them. You got them at eight. But I think, um, I do think they can be better than they've been in the past this season. I do really believe that. I feel you, yeah. And, like, there's all this shit is so mixed up that there's none of these teams I feel strongly about being locked in a spot, if that makes sense. Like, they all could potentially get it together and be higher or lower. So, yeah, I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, where we at? Who, uh, I guess I'm, who I, I got to pick who's number five. Six. Did you say you're six? No, you didn't say you're six. I didn't say my six. Uh, I got a six. I'm going to go with the Clippers. Mm. Um, I, I just, <laughs> same thing. Like, it's a, them dudes going to have to prove they're healthy to me. I just don't see it. They were fifth last year. I think they're going to be about, shit, they're going to be sixth this year. So I think the Lakers playing together for the whole season is just going to push kind of the guys that was already there down. And I think that's it. Have I said Memphis already? No, you have not. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean... I got the Clippers in fifth, um, two for me. I I think um, same thing. Where they, I mean, I know you got them at six, but I got the Clippers at, at five. Um, just cause, like you said, yeah. I mean, they were five last year, but same thing. They're gonna have to show they're healthy. But I feel like with the Westbrook addition, Westbrook can give you like if your stars are healthy. Westbrook love a good game where he could soak up all the usage <laughs> and i mean they still got shooters there like he can make some shake when it's just him as you can see in the playoffs so um that's why i've got them at five who do you got at five all right i gotta i gotta readjust my rankings mm, you're probably gonna put memphis at six huh no nah, i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna put memphis at six and that means like mm, okay. i gotta yeah i gotta i'm moving the clippers down to the play in mm. Yeah, I'm gonna move the Clippers to the play. I just think Memphis, they they have a system at this point. Like they might not be they like they've been the they've had the what the West second or third best record for two straight years now. No matter who's hurt, no matter who didn't play. But Stephen Adams not playing at all and job being out, I think gets them. But I also have I do have him in the sixth spot though. Didn't you have him at eleven or some shit? I got him at eleven, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect the gangster. I'm putting at six. I'm gonna put uh, the Clippers at seven because I, I even for all them dudes' injury histories, I just think their system is gonna lead them to at least being out to play in. But I won't be shocked either way. Um, my fifth seed of the teams is left. I'm gonna go Sacramento. Uh, I think the injuries and stuff is gonna make them fall down. And I do think, like, I just think their system, their pace, their offense is kind of regular season machine-esque. Um, but they won a lot of close games. And statistically speaking, that shit is luck. Like, if you look at it, no matter, uh, I know people are like, Jason Kidd calls up the Luka play, and we're so bad at the clutch because Jason Kidd is – don't call good plays out of timeouts or at the end of the game. And I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying even good coaches, the best coaches of all time, 
there's high fluctuations in clutch time performance, even if the player from year to year, even if the players and coaching staffs are the same. So, like, I just think luck worked in the Kings' favor last year, and I think it's going to work the other way this year, and that's why they drop in the five. But I think you – where you have Matt? You got him at seven. I I got the Kings at seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't shock me if they fell that far as well. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I got in my top four. This is where I got the Warriors. I know you got them. I mean, before you said seven, now they're eight with you adjusting your rankings. So I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. Like, I just don't think they're that good. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I got them at four because, again, like I said, if, if, if Steph is going to play the games, even if Clay's going to play the games, like Draymond's going to play the games, I think they'll still be okay. Um, and again, like I said, if the vision is there with them, thinking that Chris Ball could bring some cohesion to the, you know, bench unit um, because their starting five is still so statistically great, um, then it could pay off to where, I again, I don't have them. I see some people putting them at 2-1. I don't have them that high. Um, but I do think they could be a top-four team. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. It, it wouldn't totally shock me. But it, it it wouldn't. Um, we on top four now, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, top four. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Um, oh, who do I put? Who do I put? I've just been going back and forth with this top four or five for a while because on one hand, I'm not sure Phoenix can be a regular season. Like, I think they're going to be better in the playoffs in the regular season, if that makes sense. And I also don't think the Lakers, like people talking about their death, they, their death is not really that good to me. It's a bunch of guys. It's a bunch of Christian Wood level players. No shade to Christian Wood, but like that's a whole bench outside of like they top six, seven dudes. So it's still heavily dependent on Anthony Davis being healthy. But since we got to pick somebody in this exercise, I'm going to go with the Lakers. I'm going to pick the Lakers at four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I got them at three. Um, I mean, I think they're going to be all right. I do, I do think at least they got guys that know how to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're younger than in years past, but they're not like too young. So you know, like Reeves, he got a couple years under his belt at this point. You know, Delo at this point, Delo's a vet. Um, they got Vincent, who has a couple years, you know, under his belt. Um, even the guys that they they're taking flyers on, like they've have years under their belt. So um, I think you know, if AD, like you said, yes, a lot of it is contingent upon ad being healthy so if he can be you know healthy for them then i think shit their ceiling might even be much higher especially if they can get like a healthy season out of brown too but um yeah i have them slide at three just because i do think um and then ham is gonna have another year so you know he's coming off of his rookie year as a head coach now he has another year to kind of implement his system with some of these guys 
and these guys you know with the exception of like guys like Torian Prince and um Vincent that they've played with the team before so there's some level of familiarity there so um yeah I would put them in three but again not much separation really not much separation in West period but especially with the like top four to three top three to four Okay. Yeah, I don't think it is either. We we keep saying it. It's, it I think it's going to be all mixed up, but uh, who you got at four? You got um, three, three, four so. I got four Warriors, three Lakers. Three Lakers, okay. So, my third seed, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, what is it? Yeah, so my fourth seed, I got the Lakers. My third seed is Phoenix. Mm. Um. I just think they're going to be a little better in the regular season than the Lakers. Uh, I mean, we talking about, I, I think at this point in the game, I think Book and KD are, when they both play, they're just really good. And I think Brad Bill is really good. And I think we're going to be straight. I think that we, I think they're going to be straight. So I'm going to put them in a three seed. I feel like I'm missing a team. Yeah, I was about to say, are you missing a team? Hold on. The thing is, I don't think you are. I think when you adjusted, you might have. Where do you have the Kings again? I got the Kings at five. I got the Lakers mm-hmm. at four. Where do you got the Wolves? Eight. So that means where do you have the Warriors? I got the Warriors at, uh, the Warriors are seven. Yeah. No, but the Kings are, seven. you said the Kings are five. Yep. The Timberwolves are eight. Yep. You said the Warriors are seven. Yep. Okay, so we're the Clippers. Clippers were at five, uh, six. I don't know. Let me write this shit out. So, okay, where's the Grizzlies? Yeah, there we go. The Grizz, okay. That's where the confusion got. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. So I, I, had, I kept the Grizzlies at six. So that means I got a bump. The Clippers, I gotta bump everybody up one. Okay, so the Clippers, okay. Because so I got the, the I got the clip the Clippers will be better. So the Clippers at five, Lakers at four. I'm still missing a team. I'm still trying. Kings, Kings. Kings, there we go. So the Kings get bumped up too. So the Kings I I had an old man moment on the air trying to figure this out. But I think I got it. I think I have it. So we're going to go. Clippers. And then Kings. Lakers. Suns. So your three seed is the Suns, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Three seed is the Suns. Yeah, that's where I, I got the Suns at two. Okay. And who you got at three? I got the Lakers at three. Yeah, the Lakers at three. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I think the Suns I think the Suns are gonna be really good actually in the regular season. Um, just because they'll have the ability to keep at least one of their stars, you know, on the floor at all times. And I feel like they can scrape together, like the offense is just gonna be ridiculous. And the defense can be like okay enough to the point where they're still like really good. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be good. 
And then if if one of the I think it's a little overblown, like when people are saying, Oh, injury prone stars. I mean, I feel like KD is really the one that's like super injury prone. Like, yes, Brad Brad Beal has had his injuries in the past, but I feel like Somebody was tanking though. Exactly, and I feel like with the light and load too, he can be okay. Same with Booker. Like I don't think it's gonna be um super crazy. So I I I have him at two, and I mean I I think number one we could just jump into number one. I think Denver. That's who I got as number one. Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, I mean I think Jokic. That top five is still so crazy, and I think they'll get enough out of some of the other roster pieces to where they'll be number one again. Like, as long as Jokic is playing and he's a tank, so as long as he's playing, they're going to be really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they they, he don't really miss games. Mm-hmm. He, don't, he don't play a game that lends itself to getting hurt. Um, I just think they go, uh, and it's usually weird because the team that wins the championship usually, like, I guess doesn't be the one seed, but all the teams that's going to, like, chase them for the one scene are old, like, older than they are. So I don't think they're going to be able to hold up to the uh, rigors of the season either. So I just think Denver just by – he's the best player. and He ain't going to get hurt. And I think the pieces around him fit so seamlessly that um, it's going to work. And I think they're going to be the best team in the West, and everybody's chasing them. Um we both agree that Denver is number one, right? Yes. So, did you read that article, uh, Kevin O'Connor? He, he, I guess Calvin Booth ended up getting mad about it after the fact. He was kind of talking spicy about his players, but my big nugget that I took away from it, and I, we got to bring this back to the Mavs before we give who we think will win the MVP. My big nugget that I took away from that conversation was uh Basically, Calvin Booth was like, yeah, we had too much overlap. So we knew we had to trade one of our young dudes who couldn't play defense. It was like Michael Porter Jr. Bones Highland got to go, and Michael Porter Jr. is just better and already had a big contract. So Bones Highland had to go, right? And as it comes back to the Mavs, the reason why that just stood out is, you know, when some people get mad about why we don't think Jaden is long for the future. When I say Josh Green and Jaden Hardy are guards and they got to go, <laughs> or one of them got to go, or both of them got to go, because it's like if Luke and Kyrie are here, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's a GM saying it. That's not a fan. That's not some dude on Twitter. That's the GM of the world champion saying you can't have too much overlap. Your best players can't all do the same thing and have the same weaknesses. And it sucks because, like, no, Josh Green is good. Josh Green is the third best player on the Mavs, and he's gonna have to start a power uh, small forward because he was drafted to a team that had that. Hell, they Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson. They didn't know Jalen Brunson was what he was when they when they drafted Josh Green, but he basically, I think, was drafted to be the starting two guard next to Luca, and then Jalen Brunson leveled up and. They went and got uh, Hotep Jalen Brunson that's that's better and Kyrie Irving and now Josh Green is being forced to play out of position and I don't think it's best long term for him but I think he's by far the best 
he's by far the I won't know by by far, but he's the third best player on the team. And it's just overlap. Some of his skill set offensively overlaps with our two best players to where you're not maximizing it. And then defensively, obviously he would be better guarding guards. And I just think as we talk about this season and some people are gonna hear that we got the Mavs as the nice seed and get mad. That's why. Overlap is real. Um it's not 2K where you just play the highest rated players and your team is good. And that's just the thing I look at with this team. And uh, it's it's the same. We got the same problems uh, as last year. It's just we have a beacon of hope with Derek Lively. And I do think Omax will get it together eventually. And I do think that Grant Williams will be what Dorian Finney-Smith was. They're different players. They have different strengths, different weaknesses. But I think he will provide that. And I think having Kyrie on the team means we'll be better. But it's still a whole lot of overlap on the roster. And that's why Josh Green or Jaden Hardy got to go or Kyrie Irving. or Like, you can't just keep those four dudes together. I don't think that works, personally. Uh, unless you can – you have to use those guys to get shit you need. SJ, do you think I'm crazy? No, I definitely don't think you're crazy. I mean, yeah, I've been talking about overlap to unbalanced roster, all that. I mean, I saw the comments. I mean, Booth was crazy for even saying that out loud in the first place, um, especially since that, like, you're roping in your own player in comments like that, talking about Michael Porter Jr. like that. But, I mean... He said he didn't know it was going to be used, so that's, like, a whole different story. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's right. He was right. It wasn't like he was wrong. Can't have too many guys who are about themselves, you know, like, within the offense, especially the way out there they play offense, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, as much as, um, I mean, like, like you said, Michael Porter Jr. plays that style, but... Like Booth said, he's one of the best shooters in the league. Like, certain things you can tolerate. Like, some of the shots, like, people say, oh, he takes bad shots, and then he explained it. Like, he's not seeing contest, so it's not like, to him, it's not a bad shot. Like, to him, he's open, even if it doesn't seem that way. Um, I feel like Jamal Murray's another guy. Like, he plays within the offense, but he can sometimes get his own. But he's proven to be a ex- one of the best shot creators in the league. So yeah. he again, he has that right to do so. Bones, no, <laughs> as much as Bones is okay, um, he's not that. So yeah, he has to go, and yeah, we'll see that. Like I said, Hardy, the reason that's why Hardy's the odd man out, because as much as yeah, Josh um, kind of shows that he can get his game off with one of like Kyrie or one of Luca playing, maybe not so much both, but at the end of the day. I feel like his skill set is still different enough from the main guys to where I feel like Hardy, it's really his skill set that's like similar to what the main guys do. At least he attempts to be similar. You know what I'm saying? Different levels, um, to what the main guys do. So he's where it's like it's easier to envision. Obviously, Josh, Luca, and Kyrie closing slash starting the game over Josh, Luca, and Hardy. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's where Hardy, yeah, he feels like the odd man out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and, like, my thing with Hardy is, like, 
there's a part of me that wants to keep him for Kyrie insurance because if we are the ninth seed and like we lose in the play in, even if we like the fifth or sixth seed, you really think Kyrie gonna want to stick around for this shit? Like he signed effectively a two year deal. You know what I'm saying? He can opt out. So we really only got two years. And if one of them is spent as the ninth seed, you don't think he's gonna say, Hey guys, you know, we gave us a shot. I appreciate it, but can y'all give me somewhere? Like I'm I'm about to be 33 and y'all ain't hitting on shit. So if you unless y'all execute a trade to get a third piece to help me and Luca, I, I wanna go somewhere. I can see that coming. So a part of me is like, do you hold on to J- uh, Jaden and, and Josh? I think we hold on to Josh pretty much no matter what, to be honest. But I guess we'll see how that happens. And we'll, I guess we'll see about that. But I don't know. Now that the season is here, I'm excited. But I'm just realizing, like, just we've re-signed Kyrie, but he did sign, like, some long-term deal. And he's Kyrie, like. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Josh might end up being the starting two guard next to Luka anyway. But we'll see. Um, all right. We we had the Mavs rant segment of the pod. Let's get to, uh, we'll do this quick. I'm tired and I'm hungry. Uh, for defensive player of the year, uh, let's look at the odds. Let's look at the odds. I'm going to go Evan Mobley. Mm, interesting. Because yeah. it's voter fatigue. So I don't think Triple J going to get it back. Plus, he's going to have to play center full time. And then I don't think Brooke Lopez is going to win it just because he's an old man. And then I just look at the players who are going to be on good teams. I think it's Evan Mobley. Yeah, I, I think, think he, he was second last year, wasn't he? He was third, I believe. Third, okay. I think that's a good bet. I'm gonna go Mobley too, honestly. I think I think Cleveland again. I mean, I have them as a two seed, so it lines up. Yep. Um, with what I'm thinking, and I feel like yeah, Mobley's just gonna um, he's gonna have the stats. He's gonna have the advanced stats to on his side. And yeah, he's gonna look really good defensively. I think either him and if I mean if AD plays enough games too, I can yeah, see AD yeah. finally gets one. That that probably be my that probably be my number two to be honest. Yeah, he finally gets or I mean my top three would be definitely Mobley, AD, and Bam. I think Bam if 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 the Heat can do better than the seventh seed, I think that's where Bam would just be playing out of his mind. So yeah, I I'd go Mobley too. Um, what about your let's go? I mean, rookie of the year. Do we even need to <laughs> no. debate that? I feel no. like arguing against Wemby. You're trying not to say you're trying to be different, but like, ugh, like at this point, what you've seen in the preseason and all that, like, I I don't think it's gonna be like. Come on, this <laughs> no. this yeah. Okay, we're in agreement there. Yeah, he this this is Lee. He, yeah, I mean, he's he's gonna live up to all the. Well, I don't know if he's gonna live up to all the hype, but he's the man. Yeah, he's he's the guy. Um, what about six man of the year? Six man of the year. Yeah. Shit, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't even thought about it. 
Uh, well, six man a year is usually somebody that be hooping on a good team. Yeah, I I got mine. I I feel like I feel like it's gonna be quickly. I mean, I, you I concur. Knicks. You got the next the Nick. Any Knicks mm -hmm. player gets a boost. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm and then F, I got them at four seed. You know, I think he's gonna be hooping. He's gonna get the minutes too. You know, he's gonna play quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I got I got quickly. I'm right there with you. I I, I hadn't thought about it, but now that you say that, because he was second last year, was he? He was third? second last year. Yeah, to Brogdon. Yeah. So th there we have it. <laughs> it it's yeah. yeah. What about most improved? MIP. Mm -hmm. uh, who's a player that I think is really good that was already good that's going to take a leap and get the vote for the boost? Because uh, MIP is usually got to be a player that was already kind of high and then they just make the next step. <laughs> most improved, most improved, most improved. Tyrese Maxey. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, I feel like he averaged 20 last season. So how much do you see him averaging to get that 24, 25? I think like 27, 28. I actually oh, think, wow. he got that, I think he got that out. Mm, I mean, that's a good, I like that pick actually. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think, I mean, um, I think he, I do I like think that he pick. goes from 20 points a game to fucking, because basically what Ja did, Ja was averaging like 20 and then leveled up i think it's gonna be the jolly mm, that's a good pick yeah that's that's a good pick um i mean i've been going back and forth with mine i mean i i mean the the brights the positive side of being this is where as a mavs fan i hope i mean josh if josh really jumps up i mean i think that would be synonymous with a huge mavs leap too um, I mean, there is a world <laughs> where Josh can, you know, get in there, but I, I think I, that I think Josh would have to average almost twenty points. Really, almost. I could see Josh averaging like fifteen, and I, be I don't in think conversation. It, he would be in a conversation, but I don't think he would win it. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um, but I mean, you got Tyrese Maxey in my head now. I, I wouldn't. Um, I've, I it was hard for me to pick because I mean, thinking about the winner, I mean, you got Mikhail Bridges who's gonna get the you know usage boost. He he might get the yeah. statistical leap, but I mean, I feel like he already, you know, he's already in people's minds. Yeah, he's like, 20, he's saying, like twenty. He's like twenty-eight years old. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Yeah, but I mean, people were saying Cade, but I just don't. Cade was injured. That doesn't count to me. It's not like, you know, what I'm saying like he was injured they, they, his they second not, year. They not, they not good enough to matter. <laughs> They're not gonna be good <laughs> enough to matter for him to be in that conversation. The Sixers are still gonna be a solid playoff team. He's gonna be the second best player on a playoff team, mm. and it's gonna be a narrative because whatever the fuck happens with. James Harden, he stepped up to the plate. And I think he's going to officially average between 25 and 28 points. I got my answer, though. What's up? I think Kaminga. Mm, you believe you believe the hype? 
I'm not that believe the high, but I think he's gonna take a nice, sizable leap. Yep. And then, like I said, if I'm following the trend, the Warriors are gonna be decent in my prediction. So, I think Kaminga is gonna be that. Um, if he wins this award, then that means the Warriors are a lot better than I think they're gonna be. So we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. But I like Jonathan Kaminga. Um, now that we know, we know. Would you trade Derek Lively for him? Derek Lively and Omax and would you trade Derek Lively, Omax, and Rashawn Holmes for fucking Jonathan Kaminga? I mean, no, I wouldn't trade all that. I mean, that's the fucking way would have been taking place, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but not in the context. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm happy what we did with the pick and all the circumstances yeah. around it. Um, but all the hard nose where it was like, oh, hell no, I don't like his upside. Oh, he doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. That was so I'm crazy. just saying, I was just a bit surprised at that reaction, given his age and, like, the framework of his skill set. Like, there was a framework there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think he'll, he'll look much better. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially with, um... I mean, at the end of the day, Chris Paul helps young guys. Um, in the sense that he, he maybe they, that that I feel young bigs, but I don't know about. I, don't know. I mean, they look decent next to him. Not to say that they hit their full potential, but Shea looked pretty decent. Like I feel like everyone like forgets that Shea year with Chris Paul. Like Shea averaged like nineteen. <laughs> I feel like next to yeah, he was, Chris Paul. Yeah, um, him and Dennis and CP3. What was they the fifth? Yeah, seed? that that three. Yeah, they were the fifth seed. Yeah. I feel like my point is though, Kaminga, like the way how they play him too, where they're playing him more like a young big than like a shot creating wing. I feel like that would work well with Chris Paul. I feel mm. you. I feel you. I feel you. I, I could see it. I don't think it, it's a, it'd be that absurd. No, I mean, I think you look better with Chris Paul than a Jordan Poole, for example. Yeah, I agree with that one. I agree with that one. So, yeah. Um. Okay, and finally, I think the final award is MVP we're on now. Yeah, I'm going with, uh, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I'm going with Jok- Jok- Jokic. I don't know why Jokic? Jokic. The reason why I think it's Jokic is I think they're going to be good is even though they're the NBA fucking champions and ran rush shot over the NBA, I don't think there's a perception that he has a super team. He as good as Jamal Murray is. I don't think they view his co-star as good as, you know, what the other teams have. And, like, he's an all-time great. I think they are going to want to reward him with a third MVP if they don't want to see. And I just look at, like, who is he competing with, right? You got to be one of the best teams in the league. So I look at it, and I don't think they're going to give it to Giannis because they got Dane. I think Boston is too stacked for them to give it to Tatum unless Tatum just averages, like, 38 and 8 on, like, absurd efficiency. If that happens, and I do think Tatum will get it if they don't want to see. But I just look at all the competition he could have. I think it's Joker again. And the only other person I think that could take it from him would be Luca if we are the fourth. I think we got to be the fourth seed. I think we would have to be the fourth seed. If we are the fourth seed, I think Luca go ahead and gets the MVP. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Because before we wrap it up, I want to give like three hot takes 
And I, if one of these hot takes happens, I think we got shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jokic is literally cannot be a bad pick at this point for MVP. I mean, I'm going to go. This is where, I mean, I said I didn't know if it was a hot take or not. And again, it will depend on health for this one. But I feel like AD could really sneak in there too and have one of those um seasons that we've been wanting to see from him and he finally gets one like i feel like um ad's a guy that you always thought definitely mvp caliber player but obviously never got one for a multitude of reasons um health being one of them too but i feel like last year before he went down with injury like he was like a top he was playing like a top three player in the league like i definitely remember that stretch and it was like a good month and a half's worth of play too um so i feel like if he can like just stay healthy and sustain like that um especially with lebron like kind of definitely slowing down to the point like yes he's so good but you know definitely visibly slowing down um I do think, yeah, we can get a surprise MVP in there where, you know, the past couple of years, it's been a rigid three-man race, you know, for the past couple, like, well, for the past three seasons, it's been a three-man race. I think this year it can get a little bit more versatile. Um, I know you mentioned Tatum. I could see Tatum being in the mix, too, if he, like, if he averages, like, around 30 again on this kind of stacked team, then, Yeah. I don't see a reason why he shouldn't be in the conversation. So yeah. Yeah. I I just don't think he like I think his I don't think his stats gonna go up, if that makes sense. Um that's that's the reason why I uh uh I don't wanna put Tatum in there, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. put him as third. I think it's gonna be Tatum. I think it's gonna Joker gonna win it and I think probably put Tatum at three. And I'm gonna go ahead and keep Luka too. Loki, I think that's actually the odds. <laughs> All jokes aside, yeah. but I think I think Joker's gonna win it. I don't even think it's gonna be that close. I don't like you know how it's been a two man race. Yeah, uh, I think people are like yeah, it's Joker's the MVP. He's the best player in the league. What are we doing? We did this shit with Michael Jordan. We gave the MVP to other players while Michael Jordan was still the best player in the league. What are we doing? I think it's gonna be that shit um, this year, unless Luka just on his shit or. I think Luca or Tatum take a lead. Maybe a little Devin Booker. Maybe, but Yeah, he's a name that I thought about throwing in there, but I feel like with KD and now Beal on his team, people it's, are already writing him off. Exactly. Cause it's it's his narrative as much as who's hooping. So that's why I kinda that's why I'm so hesitant to put Tatum up there because like but maybe KP get hurt, Al get hurt, and he just backpack. I can see it. But anyway, um, that's it as far as predictions. Um, I feel pretty good about my stuff. And the only thing I'm nervous about is the last two times we have aligned on the Mavs preseason. Like last year is the first year we didn't agree. And you ended up being right and I was wrong. And But every the previous two times we did before that when we agreed, that's where we've been at. I ain't going to lie. If we was in the seat, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, that's the thing. If we're the ninth <laughs> seed, it would be like, damn. But like, I'd I'd have to understand. I'd have yeah. to. Understand. We yeah. just all have to understand. Like, and I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Like, I don't even know what the fuck 
I don't even know what the picks is looking like. Like, are we keeping our pick again? I could be wrong, but I think no, uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, top ten protected again. <laughs> so wait a minute. So we're basically, we gonna probably tank if if the shit's looking dicey. We probably going into tank tank mode again, ain't we? I don't. I don't think they could afford to do it again. <laughs> you got you got away with it the first. I I don't think they could do that again. Okay. Like a shameless tank, absolutely not. Where they're shutting people to absolutely not. They cannot afford the optics of that again. You know I think at so, that point you would have to eat the L. You know what's so crazy? I think uh if I'm not mistaken, I think uh like if they don't transfer the pick, think don't it I think the shit turns into seconds or something. Yeah, it turned into like a twenty twenty five second. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, them boys, if that shit like a spicy, I'm telling them to shut it down. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I do not care, ma'am. I don't care one bit. I don't. I want them to shut that shit down if shit's looking shaky. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not even gonna <laughs> I'm not even gonna act like I, I don't want to, but anyway, let's not hope for things that aren't gonna happen. Um my three spicy takes for this season from the league as a whole. Uh, number one, I think DeAndre Aiden is going to be all right. I know I have them as like the 15th seed in the West, which means they're going to be on losing hoops, but I don't think, I think he's going to help rehabilitate his reputation around the league this year. Uh, I think he's in low stakes hoops. I think they're going, they wanted him. He's somewhere he was actually wanted. And I think that's going to be a thing. Um, I think he's going to rehabilitate his his image. Uh, number two, actually, let me let you get one. What, what's, I know I just spun this on you, but you ain't even got to have three, but I know you got something to talk. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about us, but I mean, I mean, a spicy take would be damn. Uh, fucking that, you, that, you actually, that you actually think is going to happen. I mean, I could see where I was saying, like, I could see Shay having an MVP type season. Like, this is where, where the upside of OKC, where I was saying they could, like, if they're, you, like, you mentioned the Mavs being top four, being Luka, like, the shit, if the OKC is top four, yeah, I could see them, <laughs> like, Shay being in the conversation and all that. Um, so yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I guess another one I got. I think, I think Derek Lively is going to contribute to winning. I think he's going to be a solid starting center. I don't even know if that counts as a hot take, but rookies usually don't do it. But I think he got something, man. And he's going to have his, he's going to lead the league in fouls per minute. But I think he's it. I think he's the one. I hope Luka can be patient enough to work it out. I hope Kyrie can be patient enough to work it out. I hope Kyrie just doesn't decline before Lively works it out. But man, I think I think that kid's the one, man. Like I think if Luca wants to stay here, if there's two players on the entire roster that I think will be Mavericks for the next six years, as long as Luca don't ask for a trade, is those two. I, I think I think he's the center we've been wanting since Tyson Chandler. Like, I think he got it, man. Like, 
he the thing he does or and it's just could be me and my observations like he's light on his feet he don't plod you know what i'm saying like he's still kind of light in the ass but he doesn't plot. He moves quickly, and he don't always jump trying to block every shot. He just contests and he get in the way. And I just think, man, like something you said, like I don't know if he'll be the rebounder, but like he make good passes. Like you can throw him the ball, and on a short roll, it's just not gonna be cooked. So I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about that young man. If y'all can't tell, <laughs> um. And I guess for my third one, shit. I think KP gonna be. I think KP gonna play sixty games. I don't know if that's a hot take because he played more than that last year. But I think he's gonna be pretty healthy the whole year. There's gonna be a lot of butt hurt about him hooping this year from the Mavs contingent, saying he didn't do that when he was here and all this. And I don't know, man. I think he, you know, he hit his prime years. What is he? Twenty seven, twenty eight now. He's 27, I believe. So he has 27, so he's entering his prime. Yeah, no one should be upset. He's entering his prime, a couple years removed from major knee surgeries. Like, he he was always going to... Okay, I won't say always, but he was more than likely going to look this good in these years. It's just that we couldn't wait for it. You know what I'm saying? He had to go to different situations where he could work it all out. So it is what it is. Yeah, so... It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. God bless him. And um, I'm going to say this. Like, this is just like, I guess, a PSA. Because we're going to keep doing the pot or whatever. But I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be as emotional as I was last year about probably the team as a whole. I don't know if it's just the phase I'm in in life, but... I just, I can't, I just, last year was so shitty, and I didn't enjoy anything, like, I didn't enjoy anything about last year, except the Kyrie trade, a couple games after the Kyrie trade, and that's it, and the little, little fake run we had where we played shit teams in December, I didn't enjoy anything else about last year, and I ain't gonna hold you, a lot of it was because I thought it was fucking idiotic to not re-sign Jalen Brunson. And it proved to be right. And Jalen, my guy, God bless him. But him not being on last year's team made, and then the team being made, made it horrible. At the end of the day, this is just basketball. This is supposed to be fun. And I'm still going to say what I see. I'm still, I'm not going to bite my tongue just to have happy-go-lucky feelings. But I'm not going to be, oh, God, Jalen ain't here. Oh, God, we can, let's trade for this guy. Oh, God, let's trade for this. Like, this shit's supposed to be fun. I'm not, I'm not going to kill everybody uh, unless a dude is out there shitting on the court. And even when it comes to Jason Kidd, I think Jason Kidd stinks. But I don't know officially, and I also don't think that, I don't know even if a better coach is, is, is getting a whole lot out of this roster more than what Jason Kidd would. And I, I, I'll stand on, I don't think a, as mid as Jason Kidd is, I don't think a better coach is getting more out of last year's team. Like, we we got to, at some point, we got to be fucking serious about what last year's team was. And they just weren't that good. And I think this team, in time, will be, has the potential to be good, but we are relying on young dudes. We're relying on a 19-year-old center. And 
I think he's going to be that guy. I just, I'm a little nervous about doing it this year. But I say all that to say that long-winded rant is just, let's just have fun this year. Stop taking shit so personal. Who gives a fuck? I saw that tweet about this anonymous player that says it must be hard to play with Luca. Y'all get sensitive about that shit. Anytime anybody brings that up, y'all get super sensitive about that shit. And I just don't care. Like, it don't matter. <laughs> like, who cares? If the Mavs are not good, who fucking cares? Like, I root for the Mavericks. I don't care about Luca's perception around the league because I don't care if it's true or not, if we're the fucking ninth seed. I mean, maybe I'm just old. Maybe it's a different fan I got. I don't give a fuck about no rankings. I want to see my team win. And someone, how people get defensive about Luka or any other players on our team or Kyrie Irving being ranked 30th second in the league, it don't fucking matter because the game's going to be played. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this and then I'm going to hand it off to you. And please don't have people giving death threats, but if Luca and Kyrie are as good as everyone, if y'all get butthurt about people saying they are, I don't know if we should be the ninth seed. So that if we are the ninth seed and these dudes play, even if they don't play, like injuries is a part of how good you are. So if these dudes get hurt and they don't play, man, maybe they're not as good as we think they have been, right? And that's and if that's the case, oh well, like the world's still gonna keep turning, but I think we're going to have a good season. I am putting this as a ninth seed, but if we were the fourth or fifth seed, I wouldn't be shocked. But I just, and also, y'all don't fucking start shitting on young dudes for playing like young dudes. Any of them, including Josh Green. And uh, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, you pretty much covered it for me, to be honest. I thought you was gonna take something I said and ran with it with the rankings. Nah, uh, I mean, uh, I know I, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Nah, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, nah, not not today. <laughs> not today, but I ain't gonna hold you. I'm giving, I'm giving it like six weeks, and mm-hmm. then we gonna be on this bitch going off. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all got a shit. I think y'all got a two-hour pod this go round, but appreciate y'all listening. And we will holler at y'all next week. Peace.